FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. This is FOMO Monday, the snackable companion to FOMO Sapiens, and of course, we will have a brand new episode of FOMO Sapiens on Thursday. But until then, happy FOMO Monday. I'm your host, Patrick McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now, last week's episode, oh, it was a good one. I really, I got to tell you, I had to cut a lot out because it went really long, but Dr. Mark Goulston basically gave me like a free therapy session and he's amazing. So uh, if you go on his show, he ran an episode with me. As I talked about in the episode, you can hear him kind of like giving me the full, I guess, personality breakdown exam and diagnosis. It was very interesting and I really liked him. So I hope you listen. But today I want to talk, I got a new client for you, Dr. Goulston, because I got somebody who, well, let's put it this way. You know, it's Christmas time. Santa's got a list, naughty or nice. And this guy is getting a massive lump of coal in his stocking. His name is Vishal Garg, and he's the CEO of a company called Better.com, which I'd heard of this company. I didn't realize it was worth $7 billion, apparently. They're going to go public in a SPAC. They just received $750 million bucks. And Vishal just did a, this is nuts, he did a Zoom call with 900 of his employees, about 10 or 15% of his workforce. And basically, he said, like, welcome to my Zoom call. Everybody here is fired. Now, that is crazy for so many reasons, but I mean, first of all, you're doing it right before the holidays. What is that? It's just not cool. And and frankly, I got to tell you, it reminded me when I first heard that story of, I was early in my career, I was working in, in private equity in Latin America, and I was at a meeting, I think in Miami, and we were investors in some fun and this fund was talking about, I was with one of the partners and they were making a plan to do layoffs at this steel factory in Colombia. And they were talking about the fact that if they did it right around the holidays, somehow or another, they thought people would be less likely to protest or the unions would be weaker or something like that. And I just remember thinking, that's so heartless. I was like 24 years old and I I spoke up in the meeting, but I had no power. We were just kind of along for the ride in the investment, so I couldn't really do anything. But I raised the point, and this guy just didn't care, and they went ahead and did it anyway, and I just remember thinking, like, that is such bad mojo. I mean, you're asking for it if you're firing people at Christmas and you're thinking about it as just, like, a better way to fire people. Just not cool. You're, you're asking for it. You're, way, you're asking for retribution from the universe. And so, Vishal, I got to tell you, you're asking for it. And frankly, it's interesting, just my hot takes on this as I watch the story evolve are many, and I want to share them with you because, again, I just find this ridiculous. And, you know, we talked to so many entrepreneurs on FOMO Sapiens and the notion that somebody would be this, I don't know, like reckless and tone deaf and just wouldn't read the room. So here are my hot takes. Number one, if you're going to fire people, Vishal, read the room. Don't make it about you. <laughs> This guy gets up, he starts this Zoom call, and he's like, hey, everybody, I just want you to know, you know, 
I'm going to fire you all. And it's really hard because, you know, this is the second time in my career I've had to do this and I don't want to do this. And the last time I did it, I cried. Well, poor you. Oh my goodness. You're going to be worth a ton of money and you're firing all these people and you're focused on how bad you're going to feel. That is, it's so rude. So number one, if you're firing somebody, don't make it about how you feel. Think about how they feel. Not cool. Number two, I'm quoting from this call. I watched it earlier and you should go find this on the internet because it's just ridiculous. He says, quote, if you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group that is being laid off. Okay. And I want to quote Tina Turner here, Vishal, what's luck got to do with it? And obviously she said, what's love got to do with it, but what's luck got to do with it? You should have a process and you should explain it to people. And it's not about luck. Either people did their jobs or they didn't do their jobs or the company's in trouble, but the company is doing just fine. And frankly, the notion that it's unlucky for people is it's insulting to their intelligence. So don't do that. Because guess what? You just raised 750 million bucks in cash. So you're the lucky one. It's ridiculous. Number three, Shaw, you know what happens when people are mean? The world attacks them. I mean, do you not have a social media account? Do you not have Facebook or LinkedIn or I mean, this article, I just saw an article about this on LinkedIn, like hundreds of thousands of people have read the article. They're posting about it. Not good, man. And I got to tell you, you know what happens to people like you that are rude and it gets out and it's, you have a video of it and the memo is out. People start digging into your past. And I was just reading on the internet that some people are now saying that you've done bad things in the past and you've done this, that, and the other. So like you have basically put a target on yourself and that's just, I mean, it's, that's, you know, you asked for it, but still, like, you got to think you would have thought that through beforehand. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to NetSuite.com slash FOMO. That's NetSuite.com slash FOMO. NetSuite.com slash FOMO. FOMO. Next, number four. You know, the thing here too is this is a consumer-facing company, and when the CEO of a consumer-facing company does something that obnoxious, you know what happens? People say, you know what? I don't want to do business with you anymore because, you know, I have a choice. This is a very active market. I mean, let's think about mortgages, right? I mean, there's a gazillion people in that market. I'd be curious to know, and perhaps we'll find out someday, how many consumers, especially young people who are, you know... If you look at the, the the statistics, young people in in companies are trying to realize like they don't want to be treated like a number, right? Like, oh, you're just one of 900 people on a Zoom call that gets fired. They want to be treated respectfully. And so when those people are trying to make a decision about their mortgages, and if they've heard this story, they may just go across the street to one of your competitors. And so just from a business perspective, it's ridiculous. I really don't like that. 
Next, I just got to think your investors should call you up and give you a piece of their mind because these are the people who bet on your company. They're your bosses. And so I guess I would say anybody who invested in this company, SoftBank, others, if you're listening to this podcast, and you might be, I hope you are, you got to call a guy up and you got you to gotta just let him have it. Really let him have it. And you also need to do something to correct this behavior. And that could be offering people enhanced severance, reconsidering, but it's just, this is so nasty. Maybe you did need to make a change in the business, but doing it this way is so bad. And it, it just sets such a bad precedent for your company. And finally, this is the big thing. I think this is the long-term implication is it's just really poor for culture, right? So as many of you know, I worked at AIG, the investments division, and then the financial crisis happened and our company was all over the press, just like these guys are right now. Everybody was hating on us. It was nasty. And you know, I was working there and I just felt awful. It's like this company that I used to be proud to work for, I now felt embarrassed. Everybody was kind of like not talking about it. There was this culture of secrecy. People were frustrated. And I just remember thinking like, wow, you know, not that the culture was like all that awesome to begin with, frankly, had some cool things about it. But it wasn't like the most, it wasn't like, you know, I don't know, Google <laughs> by a long shot, but it was a fine culture. And after that, it turned so toxic and people just sort of threw in the towel a little bit. And I think, you know, we left a lot of value on the table. It was really tough. And I got to think people who work at better.com right now are feeling that way. And in fact, I've heard anecdotally stories of people leaving just through the grapevine because, you know, this is a company that's based in New York and funny enough. Uh, good old Vishal and me, we have something like 130 mutual LinkedIn connections. I, I don't know him, but but uh, I guess I could get to him if, and send him this podcast so that he can learn a couple of lessons. But again, I just, you know, I think this is so unnecessary. And so again, if you work at better.com, I'm sorry. If you work at a company that would do this to you, I'm also sorry. If you're a CEO or a founder, look at this, learn from it. And remember that businesses are made of people. Culture is made of people you can throw it away in a minute. And in doing so, you can actually also sick the people on you. You turn all the sharks towards you, as Vishal has learned this week, and it can have crazy implications for your career, for your reputation, for your company, for your investors, for your, your suppliers, everybody in your ecosystem, your stakeholders, all because you didn't have a little humanity. So with that, I guess I should get off my soap box right now. I guess I can let him have it and wish you all a wonderful week. And I hope you don't get fired that way. I'm sure you won't. And I will see you back on Thursday on another episode of FOMO Sapiens. FOMO. Can't get enough of FOMO Sapiens? Join me on Patreon for ad-free episodes, bonus material, and exclusive content that will help you to master FOMO and position yourself for greater success in both business and life. Go to patreon.com slash FOMO Sapiens to learn more. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on LinkedIn. I love hearing from you, so don't be shy. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens info Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO Sapiens? Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. 
Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply.